starting a podcast is not different from starting any other project on the internet. You have to get an audience. When you get an audience, then you can then show, give them what you are prepared for them. But if you don't have an audience, you can launch your episode today and nobody will listen to it. So just like starting any other project on the internet, if I want to launch a blog, I talk about the software, talk about it, and then build an email list to, for that software. When the day I release it, I send an email to them. The number of people I want them. So once you send an email, it creates a blast. People will download the thing and listen because you, have, you already have people who are expecting that release. But if you just simply work up today, you have got a good topic, and then you record your show, and then you post online, you, nobody will simply download the thing. Because the truth about it is that nobody wants to listen to you. Nobody wants your show. <laughs> Do you know what people want? People want their problems solved. So if you can, if you find find those people that you can solve their, their problem, uh, then you have found your audience. Hello and welcome to the Afri Podcast. This is the show that helps you get started as a podcaster in the podcasting landscape in Africa. We speak with uh, bosses in the industry, people who have been doing it. Today we have a special guest. Uh, he has been podcasting okay. for a very long time. He hosts the Fruitful Luja. Is that how you pronounce it, boss? That's correct. Fruitful Luja Podcast. Awesome. <laughs> Sometimes when I see the name, I'm like, okay, I just hope I don't mispronounce it. <laughs> So thank you, so <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, Mr. Sefa, for joining us. I I really do appreciate. Yes, thank you, right. Okay. Uh, uh, thank you, right, for having me on the show. Awesome, awesome. For our audience that have not met you, please can we meet Mr. Sefa? Yeah. Okay, I am. Yes, you call the name Sefa. Is the name Sefa, S E F A. That's how it's spelled. And then Sefa Tea is Tea is a surname, but sometimes we find it pronouncing the surname, so I leave it at Sefa. Yeah. But you can call me Sefa Tsef. Yeah, so I host the Fuluja podcast. And uh, they, you call the name very correctly. And uh, in fact, uh, and people don't find it very difficult to call. It's just that if, you, if, you, if you're not the person who's listening to my podcast regularly, you may think it's difficult, but it's not. I host the Fuluja podcast, and I've been podcasting for the past uh, four to five years. It was in 2014. Um, yes, I think 2014. Yes, sir. Uh, so in the podcasting industry, I'm also a member of the podcasting network, uh, Nigeria Podcasting Network, and also, and I'm the project lead of the Fruitful Luja project because it's a company which we are specializing in uh, building WordPress sites, doing uh, uh, WordPress tutorials, and we incubate softwares for people. And so I'm the project lead of the project. So I've been in this business in terms of uh, reaching out to helping small businesses come online. And I only helped, I don't only help them, also teach them and mentor them how they can make a profit while on the internet. So a Profilogia podcast is just one of the avenues which we use to educate our users, we educate our people who have web and building sites for, and we use the podcast to teach people and give free tutorials on various aspects of technology. It has been a very wonderful place, to a wonderful avenue to reach people, um, because I, I I work a lot. I have a lot of I, I have a lot of jobs, so I have a lot of things I do. So what happens is that sometimes to blog, the time I was blogging, blogging would, would take me a long time to sit down and blog, and so. But using the podcasting avenue, which is simply put put on my mic and then speak what I want to say, it's quite easier. 
doing that. So I noticed that I've, I've, I've released more episodes of the podcast than the blogging that I was actually blogging. Oh, okay. So I really, yes, so I have more episodes of the Fukushima podcast because it's audio. So I simply plug in my microphone and I speak. Right. So and, uh, the podcast has been an avenue which I wish to a lot of people. Okay, awesome. So, uh, it, a lot of times, people's intro story to podcasting is different, like how they even got to hear about podcasts. Let's hear uh, your mm-hmm. story. How did you hear of podcasts? Oh. Okay, well, I've been working with ministry, which I belong to, about CVC ministry in Joss. And I, uh, my pastor, is, he's someone who was very, he's very, very good in audio. So I've been coaching us and teaching us all the teachings that come into come to us come through audio. So that's since two thousand, and I've been using audio and creating audio audio messages have been being sent to me. So I I listen to audio a lot. So when I started my business in two thousand and thirteen, the project, I was I was looking at the method. How can I how can I use? I didn't know anything about podcasting. I, I, I was not calling podcasting then. I just look at what method would I use to help to talk to people, and so I think within that time I was listening to and uh, the new rainmaker, um, a new rainmaker. So actually, we're talking about uh, creating and having a platform where a media approach instead of advertising, people are using a media approach to reach people. And so the media approach is that every every organization people love consuming media, whether that is event, audio, and so on and so forth. So sometimes when you go out trying to sell or advertise, you spend more money trying to reach out to people. So, but when you give them media or you are trying to create value into their lives, you can sell to them without them actually knowing it. So I said, okay, yeah. So let me try to create a media a media for my organization, and uh, one of the medias I want to use, I want to use uh, podcasting. So it was actually through Raymaker that I noticed about podcasting. So I said, okay. But at that time, I didn't know that there was any Nigerian per se doing any podcasting. I was just doing it my own. Mm. So I got into the say I I did about four or five episodes. Then one day, I think I said, well, after I did four or five episodes, I interviewed somebody, and then and someone and someone commented on my. Um, he mentioned, I think he commented on the podcast something on the interview, and so I noticed that it was Dio Samuel. I said, who's this time? So I clicked on his name on Facebook and I went to his site. I noticed that he, he, he was a podcaster. So I was like surprised. Okay, so this podcasting that I'm doing, four or five episodes, there's someone, there's a Nigerian too who is doing podcasting. So he mentioned my podcast in his, on one of his episodes. So he, he commented, he commented, I think he commented on one of the, uh, on the, he commented on the thread on Facebook. So at that particular time, then uh, I think uh, one of his episodes, he also he mentioned my podcast on his episodes on show, and so that was how I connect I connected with him, and then also became friends on Facebook and so on. So the rest is history. So <laughs> and so that's how I got into podcasting. But I, it started when I listened to Rainmaker FM, Rainmaker FM, and I think the, the guys that own Copy Blogger, you know yeah, them, yeah, Brain Clock. Yeah, so they're talking about how to how to create a media platform for your your business or awesome. teaching them how to uh, to work uh, effectively on. So that was how well, I started a media advocate in that. So in 2014, before then, and then I thought I was doing it alone, not knowing that there were other Nigerians too into the broadcasting industry. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
it's it's peculiar our own situation and environment it's unique it's different from um any other environment to be a podcaster what are some challenges mm-hmm. you've noticed and experienced when it comes to uh, your listeners and your audience what is something that you feel is like a major drawback and challenge okay a major drawback in podcasting as a podcasting industry in nigeria is that what you're talking about yeah yeah okay well there are, there are challenges um there are challenges because one thing is that if you want to, a podcast is not easier than blogging per se mm-hmm. and it's not easier because one it's a little bit more technical you have to record the audio you have to edit the audio you have to find a means of recording just like i'm doing with you now on skype it's not every it's not every guest that you want to produce on your podcast in Nigeria that you can Skype. True. Others, because if you Skype them, yes, the network is poor. You can't communicate very well. And I, for one, I hardly Skype. I bring I hardly Skype with my guest on my show. The reason is that I don't like the quality of Skype sometimes. Mm. Um, so there's a method I try to use. I try to use synchronization, whereby the, if the podcaster is someone who has the gadget like microphone. I can call you on phone. You talk to your computer while I talk to my to my computer on the phone. Then I pick your two. I I you export your voice to me, and I mix my with yours, and then we form a clean recording without actually using Skype. Wow. It's quite tedious, but <laughs> yeah, I did that with Dio. I did that with Samuel Adeoye, and I also did that with I think Kerode Shegun. So I did some of those. Yeah, some of those recording with them on my on my show. Yeah, and so they are quite, quite neat and clean. And so the, one of the major hitches in, in, in podcasting there is actually they, uh, if you have to be knowledgeable, at least they have a basic knowledge of, of audio, how to edit clean audio. Uh, so most podcasters in Nigeria don't have that basic knowledge to how to edit those things. So that's one of the, one of the problems. Another thing about it is that, is that um, people, uh, some people think you get um, podcasting is easy. And so if you have a wrong motive that, well, I'm going to let me find an easier way just to put your voice and record and go, then you have, you can't, you can't go anywhere. So you see, they maybe they come in, record first two shows, and then they're out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know many, many, many of them that started the show, they don't have up to, up to 10 episodes before they left the podcasting industry. Mm-hmm. So um, the other people have more episodes coming on, coming on, on, on and on because they know what they wanted to do. And they really prepare their mind towards as coming in the age of recording. So that's one of the major challenges. Yeah. And nothing again about the podcast. Yeah. No, continue. The technical aspect of it. That's a technical aspect of it. That's one of the first challenges I know about podcasting. Technical aspect. Uh, if you don't have the right knowledge, you can't get the right thing on. Another thing that is the hosting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as to hosting. No. If I knew, because right now I host most of my shows on Anchor.fm. If I knew, uh, well, I squad uncle left uh, uh, um, of late. Okay. You know, uncle is a place to host the shows, and so the, the hosting is also important because if you host a show on the wrong, wrong platform, I was hosting on you know, my own blog. My blog was actually my I, I my server was one that was rendering my audio audio files. That uh, uh, yes, I was hosting directly on my site. And then only sending them to iTunes and also to Blueberry uh, that time. But right now, I still host on my site directly. But then I use Anchor as an alternative uh, method of, of, of hosting. 
which has been very, very uh, good so far. Because I was trying to avoid, avoid um, on just pay money, avoid cost. Oh. And just pay money. Okay. Yeah. On SoundCloud and selectors. What, what you do is really, really technical. You said you do your... Yes your um, guest shows on phone let me understand like the normal <laughs> terrestrial network mtn blue and all that is that what you mean normal yes that's it you see they what, what i do is that some of my shows i, I record them directly on phone i use a, a software called parrot this is an android software called okay. parrot so okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. so what i do is that good about parrot records in a wave format so i can call someone if i call you and we're talking it records my conversation automatically wow. i can record conversations on a wave format after i finish i export everything to audacity so when i take it to audacity that's when i sit down and simply chip in maybe the breaks taking unwanted noise and then when i finish and i've i've taken out clean out the software add my intro my outro and then I maybe I export it as Wave. And the final version goes into a software I call Levelator. So Levelator actually balances the uh, the conversation between, because sometimes if I'm talking with you and you're talking to me, the, the pitch variations, yeah. the amplitude, yeah, so yeah. So it may be, so it just simply, it automatically looks at the highs and the lows and then levels everything up and then it becomes one file. Then I convert it back to MP then upload it on my site. That's how the thing works. I use it like that. And then that method, which I also, that one, I, I use it with, but uh, for my guests, which is, they turn on their own computer, or put on their mic, and they're speaking into their own Audacity software. Why I turn on my computer, put on my mic, and I'm speaking into my Audacity software. Then, then I call them on the phone. Hmm? Maybe I use El Numa MTN, or El, yes, okay. Or glue. I usually use glue most. So I call them on my line. So while we're talking on the phone, they are talking into the into their computer microphone. Me, too, I'm talking to my computer microphone. So after we finish, they will export their voices, their audio file to me because it contains only their voices. So I'll, when they export their voice to me, I'll lay it in my Audacity software with my voice side by side. So it will look like if we're talking to each other in the same place. So the record is much more sharper, it's much more cleaner. So if you go to my site and you listen to it, yes, if you go to my site and you listen to the show that I did with uh, Samuel Delia, I also did an episode with uh, uh, Dio Samuel. Those, those recordings, they are high-quality uh, recordings because we, he's in Lagos, I'm in Benway State, but we, we <laughs> recorded it pretty well. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Like, like now, so I, actually, I, I left Abuja. I'm actually in Mina, uh, and I'm on the road. So, <laughs> and yet we're having this conversation. It's awesome. Technology yes. Has meeting. Yeah. Yeah. No, Skype have actually improved. That time wasn't easy because you can call someone and before you can know, and the thing breaks in a hundred times <laughs> before you record. And one also. Astrofluja was that I, I did a voice editing that is I, I did audio editing for some podcasters okay. so okay. All, yeah so what they'll record their own shows and then they'll send it over to me I will edit it for them then add in the everything mix of everything and then send it back to them to upload it on the side why they pay me so why most of the, the clients I had were people who were using Skype mm-hmm. 
So I, yeah, so I noticed that. So that's why I'm saying that, that it was actually the technical aspect of podcasting cannot be left out if you want to actually grow yeah. in this field. Okay. So I yes. Awesome, awesome. Do you think um, there are wrong reasons why some people start podcasts? Like, what, what do you think um, should be should not be a reason why someone should start a podcast? Um, well, um, I don't think you start a podcast because everybody's doing it. Okay, okay. Uh, yes, <laughs> everybody's doing it. So well, let me just do it. I don't think it's the right reason to start a podcast. You have a clear message that you want to start a podcast. And and if you can also look at the, the message I want to come, I want to pass out to people, with with podcasting actually convey a message. Mm-hmm. Okay, if podcasting will not convey that message, with video video blogging do them do the do the work. If that will not do, with simple blogging do that job. So sometimes you have to look at reasons why you're starting podcasting. People if people just, people are doing it, so let me just do it. No, I don't think it's the right reason. Uh huh. And again, if you are. If you are into podcasting, one of the, one of the main, many things, one of the things that can actually keep you ongoing in podcasting is when you are actually creating value. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are creating value, because sometimes people go into podcasting, well, I want to go into podcasting because I want to make money. Let me make money out of podcasting. It's the same way I tell people that you don't go into blogging because you just want to make money. People go into, into blogging because they want to create value. And as you're creating value, you actually make money in the process. And so, if you're going to podcasting because you simply want to make money, then you have a real, I mean, just shoot yourself in the foot. (laughs) (laughs) So, because you can't just go in there and just keep making money. And like me, because what what has helped is that as I bring guests on my my show, I get to know them. Uh, I don't matter, I'm not making direct money from podcasting per se. Uh, um, but one of the things that one of the things that helped is that, that I've been in people's bedrooms, I've been in people's toilets, been in people's bathrooms. How? Through the audio message, the audio uh, recording. So people carry the thing, the podcast. They listen to podcasting anywhere, anywhere they go. Yeah. They can download it and listen. So and that also. So most people have. Uh, if you are going there to create value, I've created a lot of value in people's lives, and I've created value in through the um, the the, the, the tutorials that I made on my podcast. Some people, they, have, they, they couldn't be heard, um, but I brought them on the show and gave them a platform to elder view to speak. Yeah. And uh, that created, yeah, so they they, they conveyed their software, they conveyed their project to people through my podcast. Um, so if you are actually going to, if you, if you want to use your, your podcast as an avenue to create value for people, then good. If you want to go into podcasting because you want, you see that it's uh, a means whereby you can reach people and help them better their products or their lives, that's good. But if you just want to use podcasting because you think, uh, well, let me just go out there and make money through this avenue, then I don't think it may not work. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Because even even myself, I have almost similar story or experience. I uh, the money uh, have I made direct money from podcasting? Not much. But I, uh-huh. I edit make some. I have edited some shows for some people and also made some money from uh-huh. that. But the community uh-huh. it opened for me. The relationships I've now built indirectly. I've now got projects uh-huh. I've worked on as a re- result of. Okay, he he's been a podcaster. He's uh he knows this thing he's talking about. Uh, op- uh-huh. Uh-huh. that network yeah so there are indirect benefits that, that you could say okay this is 
this happened as a result of the podcast. But I yeah, yes. said about value, adding value first, starting with value. That's yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I, I was doing a job with some guy because I was, my, 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 I was consulting for a call application on the portal. I know my job. I know how to handle my job. But then the guys that was, they were, were, were actually on the job and I was trying to, they, they, they were trying to underrate what I was doing. They were trying to underrate my job. So what I did was that I just simply sent them out. Okay, this my name is Susu Person, so you can go on their website and then you find me. The guy, they checked on my site, checked on my audio tutorials. And ta, 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 ta. Do you know that when they, when they, they came back, I started giving me the respect that I was doing? Because they noticed that I know my stuff, <laughs> what I'm doing. So if you go, sometimes I, sometimes some, some businesses I, I got or business opportunities I got in terms of lecturing or teaching people, they, they notice that, okay, he, he knows he, he's, he's used to this because when we went to site, we saw a lot of tutorials on this same topic. And um, so he, he's somebody, yeah, yeah, so I use it to build my brand. Some topics I don't. I only make them because in, in me, I use it to build my credibility. Yeah. And uh, so somebody wants to know that. Yeah. So do it, can, can we trust this guy to do what I do to do a project for us on, on WordPress? So yeah, go to site now. The guy did something. Now, so can, can you trust him to help us on security? Yes. Go to site. He, he discuss how to discuss security on his site. So you understand. So when you go to my site, I have done the major tutorials on WordPress. I've done some videos, but the audios are also there. And so sometimes when I, that helps my credibility when I'm teaching my students and also help my credibility when I'm relating with business partners. Because when they go back to my podcast, my show, they say, look at it, okay, he has done this, he has done that, he has done it. So it, it builds your, it gives your credibility. Yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, if, if you were to... And uh, the, the authority too. Oh, yeah, true. Awesome. Awesome. If you were to go back and do it over again, what are some mistakes you avoid when starting out? What are some things you would not do? And what are things you would focus more on? All right. So one of the things that uh, if I go back and into podcasting, the number one thing I wouldn't want to do is that I don't think I want to wait till I know everything about podcasting for a podcast. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I won't want to know everything. And yeah, so because sometimes there are some things I ought to do that I'm this kind of person that you, know, you, you want to do it very well, you want to do it right, and uh, um, maybe you wait, you're trying. So, but I want, I want to see that if I'm going to go into podcasting, I will try to avoid just trying to, if, if there's something, what is right to do, just go ahead and do it. Uh, because one thing is that the more you start, as you are doing a particular thing, you get perfect over time. Yeah. You get the idea. Yeah. yeah. So when you are podcasting, yeah, so you, you get you get perfect over time. Yeah. As you start, you get perfect. Over time. Don't wait. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, and yeah, because it, it comes to a point by this is something which we should do. This information overload. We read about podcasting and read about how to podcast, read about how to get the best the best microphone, read about how to get the best audio, read about this, and you have so many, so much knowledge about podcasts, and you end up not doing the podcasting itself. Uh, you don't understand what I'm trying to say. So yeah. if I'm to do it again, I'll, yeah, and the little knowledge I had about podcasting, I could have just, I don't want to wait till I have knowledge about everything. Let me just do what I can do, and then prefer it over time. The next thing there is that um, choose your hosting wisely. Yeah, very important. Choose your hosting wisely. Yeah, choose your hosting wisely. Well, uh, because I spend more time blogging and 
posting fasting on my own site. Uh, I could have chosen if a, a, a platform like Anchor uh, uh, FM, which is a good one. The reason why I like Anchor is that it's uh, when I finish my podcast on my own site, I'm, I'm looking for platform to distribute. But the moment you post one one episode on Anchor, it gives it distribute to all the major major platforms for you, Google Podcast and Stitcher and so on and so forth. Yes, 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 yes. So if you're going to if you're going to start, choose your uh, your hosting wisely and choose your hosting wisely. And uh, then the third thing again is uh, that if you want to podcast for a very long time, then you have to plan ahead. You have to plan and plan. Yes, you plan your episodes ahead of time. And the last thing, so some, because if you are doing your podcast and you don't plan ahead, you may release a, 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 an episode today and the next tomorrow. If you didn't plan, if you don't have a timetable of what next you're going to release, you may actually run out of ideas. And so I noticed that in, now what I usually do is that I produce about three episodes at a time. Uh-huh. So I wait so that when the time comes, maybe next week, like now that I'm talking to you, I have an episode for next week, Tuesday. Do you understand? So, yeah, so... I know that when two next week Tuesday comes, I'm not going to look for, okay, let me look for a show. But what to say? No, I already planned my episode. I recorded it. It's set. I can just, well, on that time, bam, just click publish and it's on. So if you want to podcast for a long time, you have to plan your episodes ahead of time. That can keep you on schedule because if you don't, um, you will keep on fluctuating and people, people won't take you that serious. Wow. So if you want, you have to plan ahead and that's, very important wow awesome awesome so so let me be free uh let me summarize what you just said you you talked about um planning episodes ahead of time so you don't have to run out of content because uh yeah there's a phenomenon called pod feeding uh that's when you start publishing irregularly maybe you don't release two weeks in a row from there it just dies off mm-hmm. so to avoid pod mm-hmm. feeding plan your episodes ahead very important mm-hmm. and uh, consider hosting you said uh, you talked about anchor fm and how they've helped um, mm. your hosting needs uh, so some people mm. mentioned some drawback with uh, anchor that there are some limitations like, yeah but every platform has its own limitations i don't know which one doesn't have its own limitations everyone but there's one specific one there's a mistake you should make we were talking about that when you put your 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 show on on the anchor you don't have your items uh iTunes no iTunes iTunes think about iTunes uh RS feed or whatever. No they, they, okay they say you don't have when you put your shows on the, the iTunes on, on Anchor, the anchor is the one that controls your login details to to iTunes. to iTunes, so you won't yeah, so you won't have to you won't have the, the, the database or the analytics From to monitor your show. Yes, from iTunes. Yes, but it's not true. The thing is that, that the system of iCloud, the system of um, Anchor, is, is it works automatically. If you want to manage your iTunes account on your own, just send an email to Anchor. Ask them to give you the details for that particular platform. You want to manage yourself? They give it to you. Oh wow! You understand? Yeah, send an email to Anchor. I want to manage the. Uh, I want to manage my feeds on the iTunes myself. They will give you the details. So, so no one can see any limitation. The fact is that it is this. Uh, the platform is quite easy to use and easy to. Uh, uh, it's, it's meant specifically for 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 beginners. Uh, so, but if you are somebody who is very, if you are a seasoned podcaster, then you can look for an alternative. 
or want to look like a technical sound place. But uh, for beginners and those people who are low, are low on budget, you don't want to spend much money, you can go there. Because if you go on uh, on SoundCloud, you have to post on SoundCloud, start distributing. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. But if you put on uh, you put on Anchor, once you put one show, it distributes to every platform that you are on. And I'm on nine platforms. So distribute and the, the reason there it, it, my my download rates are much more higher when I move to Anchor. Awesome. Mm, it's faster. Yeah. Let's transition a little bit to gaining um more listenership and growing your audience. What what has worked? Yes. What is some things that has worked for you? Um growing your audience yes my facebook my facebook page is the first place i have a facebook page privilege is my facebook page and so anytime uh, when i had my page and there was also there were so many likes on it people like my show uh, so when they like my show there that's how i build my fans and the, the next thing there that i don't take for granted is my email list yeah my email list so when you have your email yes the email list is one of the nice things because anytime i uh, release a show I also sent my, my email notification. So I have an email list of, uh, uh, it's close to a thousand. Wow. It's close to a thousand. Wow. Yeah. That, that is awesome. So, that, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So the email list is one of the things that you can, one of the things you can grow your listener list. And then your, 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 your the social media. I think that's, that's one of the, those two ways. So another thing again is that when I do my things, sometimes I spend money in advertisement. If I design, it's a show that I want someone to be able to listen to. If I post it on my social media platform, especially Facebook, I boost the mail, $5, I simply boost the thing so that you can listen to that particular show. So sometimes I use, I pay for my advertisement so that the show can come. So that's a very good thing, yeah. Right. So and uh, the, Facebook and um, boost. Uh, yes, bro, you made this. Yes, use social media. Those two methods, and uh, then the, the third method, which is which is what I'm doing with you now. Invite guests. If you have good guests on your stage, you're going to get. So now, because well, how guest works is this. Now that I'm on your show, and you, if you finish and you post it on Facebook, that okay. I have um, I have Sefa on my show. Automatically, I'm you. I don't. There are some people in your audience that I don't know. Definitely. Now I'm uh, yes. Now I know them because you brought me on your show. And there are people on my list that don't know you. Automatically, after I go back down, I'm going to chat with my list. Hey, I was on bright show, so please keep it keep, keep a date with me. And when when you when you release this episode, I'll be I'll be bro. I'll be sharing it for you. Mm-hmm. Why you are sharing the other side? So yeah. automatically it brings listenership. So that is another method. Invite if you invite and a good guest on your show. Awesome. And because if you do that, uh, yeah, so it helps. It helps bring in listenership on your show. Uh, I really, really do appreciate your time today. I am so sorry <laughs> that I am on the road and doing the recording. I do apologize. <laughs> I do apologize for that. Okay. We would have another session. I do crave your indulgence, and I appeal that we, that we will take time again and do another episode where we will have. There's no problem. You will have plenty time. Okay. So, so two, uh, more things, two more things. Where can our listeners? All right. Go and listen to uh, the podcast. Uh, where can they go to if they want to send an email? Where are the best ways to get in touch with you? Okay. If you want to listen to the Fruitful Luja podcast, simply go to anchor.fm forward slash Fruitful that's where you can listen to that show. And fruitful is spelled fruitful, 
and then Luja. <laughs> yes, F R F F R U I T, and then F U L U J A H. That's Profiluja. And then you go to my site and profiluja.com.ng is my website. If you go there, so if if all the shortest way you can get me, if you just go on Facebook and type Sefatsir. And then you'll find me, find my contact, and then connect with me. Or on Twitter, it's at Profiluja. Okay. That is where you find me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll definitely put links to your website and the podcast. We'll put that in the show notes so our listeners can get it, get in touch. Okay? Uh, okay. Okay, so uh, there are plenty myths, plenty misconceptions people have. What is one myth you have noticed? Uh, among people who are intending to start podcasting, you've been in the industry for a number of years, almost five years, I think, or six years now. So, what, what, yes, five. What is one misconception you've noticed? People have, like one myth. Okay, well, let me say now, the first thing: if we just if we make a podcast so wonderful, people will start listening, will download it immediately, <laughs> at once. <laughs> it doesn't work that way, and I noticed that sometimes in the in the podcasting uh, network because sometimes maybe, maybe as a professional podcaster you do a podcast and then you think that if I do a podcast once I finish I've done so many work okay people will start downloading it doesn't work that way I don't know because in, in like when I teach people how to start projects on the internet starting a podcast is not different from starting any other project on the internet you have to get an audience when you get an audience, then you can then show, give them what you are prepared, prepared for them. But if you don't have an audience, you can launch your episode today and nobody will listen to it. That is the thing. So just like starting any other project on the internet, if I want to launch a blog, I want to launch a, uh, a software, what I usually do is that I talk about the software, talk about it, and then build an email list to, for that software. When the day I release it, I send an email to them, the number of people I want them so once you send an email, it creates a blast. People will download the thing and listen because you, ha- you already have people who are expecting that release. Mm. But if you just simply work up today, you have got a good topic, and then you record your show, and then you post online, you, nobody will simply download the thing. Because the truth about it is that nobody wants to listen to you. Nobody wants your show. And nobody wants to hear you. <laughs> Do you know what we want? People want their problems solved. People want to want to find solutions to the thing. So if you can, if you find if you find those people that you can solve their, their problem, uh, then you have found your audience. Mm-hmm. But if not, then you're not finding audience. So people have the misconception that uh, okay, yes, I was taught by Dio how to start a podcast, and I started my podcast. No people coming. Or sometimes when they start a the podcast, they come back and start posting their maybe their show on net, podcasting network. <laughs> but one you forget that everybody there is just a podcaster. Mm. They are not your audience. Mm. They are not. They can listen to your show, but they are not. The, they are not your target audience. So if you expect them to be listening to your show all the time, don't they know your target audience? I don't know, Bright. Have you listened to my show? Uh, yeah, I've listened to an episode. I've listened to one or two uh, uh, Okay, yeah, but this is, the thing there is that I'm not, I can't hold you because you're not listening to my audience. <laughs> yes, yeah, you get it. Eh? Yeah. So, yeah. so that's the thing. So. People think that, well, um, I was taught to, to, to start a podcast, I did a podcast, I don't have an audience. The reason is that if you want to start a podcast, build an audience before you start a podcast. It's just about, that's the truth about it. any internet thing. Whether it's a blog, whether it's a website, whether it's a project, get an audience. 
And so if your audience is just within, they may not be much, but you have a target audience. Let's say you have a list of 20 people, and when you send your show, all the 20 people download your show, you are, you are, that's a success. Yeah. You know, it's a success. Yeah, it may not be 1,000 people, but that's a success. So get an audience. That's the first thing you should do. If you want to start a podcast, get your audience. And when you do that, you, you do that. So that's why I'd say that the misconception here is that People think if, if I launch a show, people will, yeah, people will download, you get downloads, and people will call you for interviews, and so on and so forth. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It doesn't work that way. Wow. So, That's you, a mis- so you, you said lead with value, then uh, pe- you, people want their problems solved to create those solutions yeah. and tell them yeah. about it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, tell them, build your, build your list. If you are going to do, oh, I want to do something. Okay, and I think two days back, I saw some, someone just post an email, I posted something on, online. I want to create a uh, show for this, who suggested. Before I can, people get, people put so many, so many emails. Ah, la, 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 la. Yeah. Uh, automatically, he has an audience. If he does anything he release now, those people that gave their emails will listen to that. Not everybody said, but he has yeah, an audience. Yeah, yeah, true. Wow. So... If, if you're using your show to build an audience, then that's it. But if not, then use another means, build an audience, and share the show. I didn't use Profuja Podcast to build an audience. I had a blog. I had people who were reading my blog. I had my list before I introduced the podcast into it. So it was easier for me. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, but people, I'm not saying that you must, you can't, you can't start a podcast directly. You can start a podcast directly. But there, you have to, if you, you then you have to build it, you have to be patient. So that you can do over time. Um, but if you think it does not need to do a path will get you one million dollars or one thousand dollars, you have to think again. You have to think again. Wow, wow, wow. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so so much. I really appreciate your time, boss. Uh, it's been an amazing conversation, I really must say. Sorry about the background noise and everything. <laughs> Uh, okay, no problem, no problem. I I, I, I'm enjoying myself too. Yeah, so we'll, we'll definitely have you on another episode where we'll talk a lot more about different strategies for growth and uh, for people who are starting podcasting, how they could um, weather the storm in Nigeria. Uh, yes, no problem. Anytime you want to send an email, Facebook, anything, want to send a message to me, I'm ready for, I'm ready for it. Awesome. Uh, um, yes, I'm ready for it. Your closing words for our audience. Okay, well, I I want you to subscribe to that. Your, your show, I want them to subscribe to this show that you're listening to me on. Yeah. That's Bright Hope. Uh, yeah, Afri Podcast. That's number one thing. Let them subscribe to Afri Podcast. Yeah, thanks, boss. Yeah, if they want to have, if they want to, have, if they want to keep on listening to different podcasters, uh, this is a place that you can listen to so many podcasters free of charge. Because if I can say most of these things on Afri Podcast free of charge, but then if they don't listen to you. If they come to me, I may have to charge them before I'll tell them advice. <laughs> so they just subscribe to our free podcast. That, that's that's my message to the people. Wow. Thank you so much. I really, really, really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Uh, uh, T will come your way next week. Uh, I, I really, really appreciate your time for listening to this show today. Don't forget that it's not just in the hearing. Like he said earlier that there is something called information overload. Don't wait till you get everything perfect. You could start where you are. You could start with what you have. My name is Baiteka and I will see you next week.